0: Careful file study of the famous Dr. Watson, who is relating his delightful Sherlock Holmes adventure. Good evening, Doctor. You look a bit irritated if you'll pardon my saying. Good evening, Mr. Manning. Good evening. Yes, I am a bit annoyed, and with good reason. I don't know if I've told you that Holmes has been listening in to these reminiscences. Well, here's a letter I received for him after last week's story. Read it. All right. My dear Watson. I noticed that in your last broadcast, you gave way to your regrettable habit of emotionalizing your story. Detection, my dear fellow, is or ought to be an exact science. To tinge it with romanticism is like introducing a love story into the fifth proposition of Euclid. As ever, Sherlock Holmes. Well, what do you think of that? But the emotion was there. You couldn't tamper with the truth. Holmes has always maintained that the truth it is not in what you say, but in the impression you create in the other person's mind. <laughs> well, Holmes always complained that I overset the uh, the human element in recording his cases. How well I remember the attitude with which he received the publishing of my first book about his adventures. It was a cold morning in early spring. He was sitting on either side of a curious fire in our rooms in Baker Street. A thick fog rolled down between the dun-coloured houses. Our gas was lit. It shone on the white cloth and glimmered on the coffee cups and on the silver. The breakfast table had not yet been cleared away. Holmes had been silent all the morning, smoking his long cherrywood pipe, which usually displaced his favorite play when he was in a disputacious mood. Altogether, he was not in the best of tempers. Matches. Where are the matches? Look at that confounded fog. What happens to all the matches in this house, I'd like to know. My dear Holmes, why not use the tongs and a live coal if you want to relight your pipe? Huh? Oh! I burned myself. Ah. For heaven's sake, Holmes, it? stop smiling. Oh. Something's annoying you. Why not get it off your chest? It's that confounded book of yours. What? Huh? Sensationalism, Watson. Rank sensationalism. You're always placing the emphasis on the crime. Crime is common, logic is rare. You should stress the logic. You have degraded what should have been a course of lectures into a series of tales. Now, really, Holmes, that's not logical. You're always complaining that crime is falling off. You say there are no first-class criminals left. Quite. And therefore, if you depend on the crime to hold your readers, you will soon be a back number. Criminals. Bah. have lost all their enterprise and originality. My practice seems to be degenerating into an agency for recovering lost lead pencils and giving good advice to young ladies from boarding schools. Advice to the love lord, eh? Well, look at this. This a note. It noted. came out of this morning's post. Here. Yeah. The last door, that's what it is. Read it. Well, here, let's have a look. Dear Mr. Holmes, I am very anxious to consult you as to whether I should or I should not accept the situation which has been offered me as a governor. What is it? <laughs> I shall call at half past ten tomorrow if I do not inconvenience you. you faithfully Violet Hunter. Well, it's 11 now. Exactly. She's late. Just like a woman. Uh, I say, Holmes, you should see your young lady now walking briskly up the street. I see. Hmm. Brisk, purposeful manner. Nice biting, delicate face. Yes, it is. She's stopping at our door. Well, maybe something in this case after all, my dear Watson. Is not the uh, hysterical sort that makes the a fuss over nothing. There she is. Come in. How do you do?
1: This is Mr. Sherlock Holmes.
0: Quite. And uh, this is my colleague, Dr. Watson. Well, how do you do? How do you do? Oh,
1: I trust you'll excuse my troubling you, Mr. Holmes, but I've had a very strange experience. And as I had no relations of any sort to advise me, I thought I'd best come to you.
0: I shall be very happy to do anything that I can.
1: Well, I. I I've been a governess for five years in the family of Colonel St. Monroe. She's been transferred to Nova Scotia, so that for the last few months I've been without a situation. Why, well, I advertised and answered advertisements, but without success. You see, the money I had saved began to run out, and I was at my wits' end.
0: Indeed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, indeed. Go on.
1: Well. Yesterday, I called in at a well-known employment agency run by a Miss Stoker. When I arrived, the outer office was filled with young ladies looking for situations. I, I was told to wait. But I did. After about half an hour, my name was called out. Though the door to Miss Stoker's private office was ajar, he could describe it as a prodigiously stout man with a round, smiling face and a heavy chin. Oh, his eyes were like two little clips. Well, I advanced to the door, my knees trembling. Oh, Mister Holmes, you know how I needed that work Come in, my dear. Come in, Mister Lukasov. This is Miss. Uh, oh, what is your name, my dear? Mm-hmm. Miss Hunter, mm-hmm. Violet Hunter. Oh yes, Miss
2: Hunter.
0: Capital, oh, oh, capital. I couldn't ask for anything better. I'm sure you'll do, Miss Hunter. Oh, I,
2: I hope so, Mister Rusk. You're
0: looking for a situation as governess.
1: Yes, sir.
0: And, and what a you are! Well, I, I had four
1: pounds a month in my last place.
0: Four pounds! Sweating, rent, sweating. How anyone could have the audacity to offer that to a lady with such a question, such accomplishments. A lady fitted for the rearing of a child who may someday play a considerable part in the history of this country. Oh, your salary with me, madam, would make at one hundred pounds a year. A hundred?
1: Oh, Mr. Rucastle.
0: Oh, furthermore, it is my custom to advance my young ladies half their salary beforehand.
1: May... may I ask where you live, Mr. Rucastle?
0: Hampshire, a charming rural spot. Oh. The couple Beaches is the name of the place. Five miles north of Winchester. or oh, the dearest old house.
1: And and what would be my duty?
0: One child. A dear little romper aged six. Oh, if you could see him killing cockroaches with a slipper. snap, snap! Be gone before you wink. <laughs> my, yes. it's my
1: true duty, then, you care of it.
0: Well, I, I, I'm sure your good sense would suggest that you obey any little commands which my wife might give, provided, of course, that they were such as a lady might obey with propriety. You see no difficulty, eh? Oh, I should be happy to make myself useful. Oh, by the way, in dress, for example, we're daddy people. Saddie, but kind hearted. Now, if you were asked to wear a particular dress that we might give you, you. You wouldn't object to our little whim. <laughs> no? <laughs> or to sit here or there, that wouldn't be offensive to you.
1: Why, no?
0: <laughs> or to touch your hair short before you come to it. My.
1: my hair? Oh, yes,
0: yes it is quite essential. It's a little fancy of my wife, you see. And lady fancy, my dear, And Hunter, must be consulted. My
1: hair. Oh, no,
0: I I, I couldn't. No, oh, oh, what a pity. Well, in that case, Miss Cooper, I'd best inspect a few more of your young ladies.
1: Good day, then, Miss Hunter. I am afraid you must consider yourself, Dr. Oh, well, you can hardly expect us to expect ourselves to to find another such opening for you. But, Miss Stopper. Good day, Miss Hunter.
0: Oh, just a minute, Miss Cooper. Uh, Let's not be too hard on the young lady. After all, my request was a little sudden. Perhaps, Miss Hunter, you'd like 24 hours in which to consider the matter... Uh, and if you were the fact that you have particularly beautiful hair, uh, I might be willing to raise the salary to 120 pounds a year. Oh, you don't know, reckon that's true, it is. <laughs> <laughs> unusual, most unusual, my dear Miss Hunter. Uh, what do you make of it, Watson? Well, perhaps the gentleman's wife is a lunatic, and he wishes to humor her an fancy, in order to prevent an, an outbreak. Possibly, Watson. Possibly. <laughs> In any case, it doesn't seem a nice household for a young lady.
1: But the money, Mr. Holmes, That's the money, and I need it so.
0: Well, yes, the pay is good. Too good. Why should they give you 120 pounds, and they can have their pick for 40? There must be some strong reason. But I have no choice. Then uh, you've made up your mind to accept?
1: Yes, I must. I thought if I told you the circumstances, you would understand also if I wanted your help. Mr. Holmes, I should feel so much stronger if I knew you were behind me.
0: Certainly, you may carry that feeling away with you. And if at any time you should find yourself in danger. Mm Danger? Of what danger could there be? My dear Miss Hunter, you could cease to be a danger if we could define it. But remember, at any time, day or night, just telegraph me and we'll come to your help. Oh, of course. Thank you, Mr.
2: Holmes. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
0: It's been almost a week since that charming Miss Hunter called. Conditions must be pretty good at the copper beaches, or or we'd have heard from her. You never know, Watson. You never know. She may not be able to get to a telegraph office. Not, Holmes. Nothing very dreadful can happen out in the open country, Roger. That's where you're wrong, Watson. My experience that the vilest alleys in London do not present a more dreadful record of sin than does the smiling, beautiful countryside. Oh, you, you a creep. What do you mean? The pressure of public opinion is greatest in the towns. There is no lane so vile that the scream of a tortured child or the thud of a drunken blow does not beget sympathy and assistance from the neighbors. But the countryside, my dear Watson, filled with its lonely houses. Think of the hellish cruelty, the hidden wickedness. Life may go on year in, year out in such places, and no one the wiser. Had our young friend gone to Winchester, I should not have had this uh, fear for her safety. It's the five miles of country that makes the danger. Uh, I'll see whether it is, Watson. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Oh. It's a telegram for you, Holmes. Oh, give it a minute. Miss Hunter. Oh, well, what's she say? Come at once. We'll meet you at the Black Swan Hotel, Winchester, at three this afternoon. And, but my wit then don't fail me. What well, do you suppose is happening? Hurry, Watson. There's no time to lose. There's a train for Waterloo Station in half an hour. If you can only get to her in time. <laughs> Just a moment, we will follow Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson on their strange journey. Ah, yes, there's the black swan. Opposite the station. Yes, and if I'm not mistaken, that's Mrs. is There's a Miss Hunter waiting for us on the doorstep. Don't <laughs> you pale and shaky, eh, Holmes? Yes. Poor girl is obviously frightened.
1: Mr. Holmes so kind of you to come. You too, Dr. Watson. Oh, lovely. Oh, thank but you. Oh, Can't
0: tell you how anxious I've been i There, there, Now, Miss Hunter, perhaps if we go inside, they can give us a private sitting room. Yes, Mr. Hunter. I've ordered tea this way, please. Ah, yes, that's better. Nice, cozy fire. Uh, close the door, will you, Watson? Oh, that's right. Now, then, suppose we let the doctor do the pouring while you tell the story. First of all, um, how do you like to tea?
1: Uh, two lunches a little things. Oh, right, oh. Thank you, Dr. Watson.
0: Yes, and now?
1: Well, well, first of all, I've had no, no actual ill treatment from Mr. and Mrs. Newcastle, but I think it's frightening me. However, I had best begin at the beginning.
0: Yes, that is generally a good place to start.
1: Well, Mr. Holmes. The Beaches is a large, finisher-looking house, almost completely surrounded by woods. It's, it's a from the moment of my arrival. I was met at the door by Mr. Woodcastle and his wife.
0: And, uh, is see...
1: No, Mr. Rucassi. She's not married. I see. You. She's a small, pale-faced woman, much younger than Mr. Woodcastle. In fact, I gather her with a teacher's second wife. You see, there's a daughter by the first marriage. A girl now over 20, but she's not living at the house. Mr. Rucastle said that she couldn't get along with her stepmother, so he sent her to America, to Philadelphia.
0: And does Mrs. Rucastle strike you as a difficult woman to get along with? Oh, no, Mr. Holmes. She's star and rather quiet. More than once, I surprised
1: her in tears. At first, I thought it might be worry over the disposition of the child.
0: What's the matter with his disposition?
1: Well,. He's badly spoiled. He has an ungovernable temper. He seems to take great delight in torturing birds and small animals. Mm, Pleasant
0: little beast And the rest of the household?
1: Well, there's only one servant. Toller is his name. A rough, uncouth oh. man with a perpetual smell of drink about him. Why the season, I don't know. Except perhaps because he's the only one who can manage Carlo. Carlo? Yes. Yeah. Carlos and two youngest head that kept staring in the stables during the day, but at night they let him out. It's a terrible beast. Even Mr. Wickhansel is afraid of him. I'm sure he'd carry me practice as a brick.
0: Hmm. I wonder why Mr. Wickhansel desires such ferocious protection. I'm
1: um, sure I don't know, unless, unless there's something on the top floor of the West Wing that he wants to protect.
0: A west wing, eh?
1: Yes, the door that leads into it is opposite my room and is kept securely locked.
0: It oh, looks nasty to me, Holmes. Yeah, uh, please, Watson, please. Don't do yeah. right.
1: Well, so, the second day after my arrival, uh, immediately after breakfast, Mr. Ruth asked me to put on a dress which had been laid out for me on my bed.
0: Now, what was it like?
1: Well, it wasn't a new dress, Mr. Holmes. But the material was excellent and of a particularly brilliant shade, and he left it blue. Oh, left it oh. strong <laughs> I put it on and went down to the living room. Mr. Lecaster had placed a chair for me by the front window. He asked me to sit there with my back to the window and to read to him from the French novel. Well, I read for an hour, and at the end of that time, he said I might drop care and the mm, Strange? And this experience has been repeated every morning since then. Well, as time passed, I became more and more curious. Why were they so careful to keep my face turned away from the window? Actually, I was consumed with the desire to see what was going on behind my back. So today I devised the means. I noticed at breakfast that Mr. Rootcaster had had quite a few drinks. A happy thought seized me. My home mirror had been broken, so I concealed a piece of it in my handkerchief and later in my book. feeling sure that Mr. Rootcaster was too drunk to notice. Holding the book up, I was able to see everything behind me.
0: And what did you see?
1: And at first there was nothing. At the second glance, however, I saw a young man in a gray suit leaning against a railing which bordered our feet. He was looking earnestly in my direction. Mr. Rookasper must have noticed my surprise, for so he burst out angrily. Oh.
0: attention must be wandering. That's the second time that you've made that passage. Oh. Furthermore, there's an impertinent fellow up the road who's staring at you. is he a friend of yours? Oh, no, Mr. Wicastle. I don't know anyone around here. Well, to kind of turn around and motion him to go away.
1: Oh, it wouldn't it be better not to notice him? Do it? what I signal. you.
0: I really don't think Tommy's due to have any followers. Very
1: well, Mr. Wicastle.
0: There. Yeah. impertinent fellow. That will be all for this morning, Miss Hunter. You may go to your room. Oh, but Mr. Richard, I hope you don't. Go to your room, room, room I say. Uh, and
2: room.
0: after this, you need not bother to wear that
1: blue
2: dress. Oh, oh what a
1: frightful household. if I could only get away from here, it's all for the What? But he's left to see in the door to the house He She must be gone. She hmm. must. I wonder what's inside. Oh, it really not hurt to take just one look. Oh, how dark it is. Please, three doors. I've never been barred at the end of an old iron gate I wonder why. Oh, the it's exactly in what was that? Oh, you should be the death. Someone's in here. Or maybe it's something. I can't stand it. It's still I've
2: got to get out of here. I've got to get out. Oh, dear, that's only Mr. Ruka. What's this, dear? I'm Mr. Ruka.
0: I don't oh, was it. you, then? I thought it must be when I saw the door open. Oh, I'm so frightened. My dear young lady, and what frightens you? Well, I was foolish enough to go into that vacant wing, but it was so
1: lonely and eerie, and, and a bat swooped down into my face.
0: Is that
1: all? Well, so what else could that be? And
0: why do you suppose that I keep that door off?
1: I'm sure I don't know. Uh,
0: to keep people out, who have no business there, you see? I'm sure if I'd known... Well, a... you know now, my dear young lady. And if you ever put your foot over that threshold again, I'll throw you to the basket. Oh, Mr. Holmes, I
1: feel sure there's someone locked in that room. Someone who's unhappy, perhaps tortured. Oh, good heavens, it's almost five. I promised to be back by six. Mrs. M- M- Wheatcastle are going out. If Mr. Wheatcastle should discover where I've been. You've
0: acted like a brave and sensible girl, Miss Hunter. Yes, indeed you have. Do you think you could do one more thing? I can try, Mr. Holmes. Dr. Watson and I will be at the Copper Beaches by seven. The blue castles will be gone by that time, and I don't imagine the nasties will be let loose until they return. Oh,
1: no, Mr. Holmes. It would be too dangerous for them to get back in the house.
0: Good. We will hope that Toller is still drunk. At any rate, you must get us into the house. We must explore the West Wing.
1: I'll do my best, Mr. Holmes. Now I must hurry. Goodbye, Mr. Holmes. Goodbye,
0: Goodbye Mr. Holmes. Well, my dear Holmes, what do you make of it all? The blue dress and the man in front of the house. Obviously, they've had someone uh, had her impersonating someone. Someone young whose hair has been cut off during an illness. That someone is probably the person imprisoned in the West Wing. Sinister. That is not the most sinister part of Miss Hunter's story. No, what is it? The unpleasant disposition of the child. Oh, well, what's that got to do with it? My dear Watson, as a medical man, you know that a child's tendencies can be discovered by a study of the parent. But heredity is a science to be worked backwards as well. You can get a good insight into the character of the parent by studying the children. This child is cruel. Abnormally cruel. He probably inherited it from one of his parents. I only hope nothing serious happens before seven o'clock tonight. <laughs> <laughs> What a night. First time to throw in the
2: season. Listen to that He's in an ugly
0: temple. Listen to the house. To this group of copper beaches in front of it. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Miss Hunter waiting for us in the doorway. Close, Mr. Carroll. Come in, come in.
1: you must be close to the mystery. Oh, you're
0: rather wet, sir, sure, yourself. You need to be careful, you know. You will be careful, What, 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 what? What's that pounding? he was just going out to release the door. I sent him to the
1: wine cellar, then locked him in. Splendid. And then to get Tola's shoes off afternoon, too. you just quite them. They're duper. This is Mr. Ricker. Sir.
0: Better than better. But come along upstairs. There's no time to wait. Have you got your revolver handy? Watson? Yes. Good. Good heavens. Uh, that lightning must have hit quite near here. Well, the copper beat no doubt.
1: Now, this, please. Oh, this one. Mm-hmm. right. Nothing here. Come along.
0: Listen to that rain on the roof. The middle door, you said. Hello in there. No answer. I don't like that. Watson, help me to move this bedstead, will you? That's right. Ah, oh, it's tied at one side. Yeah, cut the rope. That's it. The door's locked. Oh, we must break it open then. Come on. One, two. Five. Hello. There's no one here. The villain Rue Customs has made away with a prisoner. Maybe may be right. He's probably been carried off. Yes, but how? Through the skylight. It's still open. Cut that table over here. What are you going to do? Stand on it, of course. Yes, yes. There's a foot and there's a ladder resting against me. Oh, that's how he is. But
1: that's not possible. The ladder wasn't there when the root houses went away.
0: Then he must have come back. Oh. He's a dangerous and clever man. Listen. Yes. I think I hear his steps on the stairs. Oh, Mr.
2: Hunter, you know,
0: you know, i us all. Uh, I thought I'd find you here. Oh, villain, what have you done with your daughter? Uh, I'm the one that's for I said. You see? You, Robert? I've caught you. You're in my car. I'll take you.
2: Taro! We're oh, no. going to get the down-wheel.
0: We found a train. Quick, Watson. We must close the front door. Let's oh,
2: home. Let us out. Let me out, Mr. Rousharson. Loose the door. He's killing Oh, quick, quick, quick. It would be too late.
0: Hold on. Get the keys, please. Oh, oh, I'm out. All right. Oh, oh, oh
2: it's He's got Mr.
0: Rucasa by the throat. Quick, Watson, give me your revolver. Careful, you don't hit the man by mistake. Shut up and stand back, Watson.
2: Oh, Mr. Holmes,
0: thank heaven.
2: You killed Carlo. I thought it was too late. It's so horrible. I think I
0: uh, Watson, Watson, and can tell, uh, uh, bring Rucasa into the house, will you?
2: Oh, it's so strange. Oh, no, no. Oh, now, Hunter, please,
0: please, please, it's all over. <laughs> Just you go upstairs and pack your bag. <laughs> Dr. Watson and I are going to take you back to town with us on the 9 o'clock train. <laughs> think, Watson, that Rucastle uh, will live? I'm afraid so, Holmes. Oh, I'm so glad to get away from that dreadful Mr. Holmes. say, home. Just what did happen to the prisoner in the West Wing, and who was it? It's all so disgustingly simple, my dear Watson. It's Rucastle's daughter, as I suspected. It seems that she had inherited some money from her mother, who was Rucastle's first wife. When she threatened to get married and take a small fortune with her, her father tried to get her to sign a paper giving the money to him. He worried her until she got brain fever and had to have all her hair cut off. Oh, what a brute. I got all these details from Tola. Still, her young man stuck to her and she to him. After that, Mr. Lucas locked his daughter up and brought Miss Hunter down from London in order to impersonate her, get rid of the persistent shooter. This young gentleman, however, was a persevering chap, and having breezed Tola's palm very thoroughly, he learned the true state of affairs. With the help of Toler and a long step ladder, he rescued his fiancee. They're now headed for Southampton with a special license, and this time, Miss Who Castle, or rather, Mrs. Fowler is really going to America on our honeymoon. Oh, this is really quite romantic, isn't it, Holmes? Ah, you and your romance, Watson, you're a regular old woman. Well, I'm glad
1: we able to help the poor thing, but I wouldn't go back to that house again, not for twice the salary.
0: Oh, um, that reminds me, Miss Hunter, I was talking to a friend of mine about you the other day. Yes? She had a private school in Walsall. I believe she said she had an opening for you.
2: Oh, Mr. Holmes, you're a dog. Now, now, my <laughs> dear, it's quite
0: <laughs> <slight> inconsequential. <laughs> oh, shut up, Watson. Oh, you suddenly had some exciting times when you were living with Sherlock Holmes. I certainly did, Mr. Manning. Those were the days. Jimmy
2: never had